So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. There's just some corners you cannot put on guys. Like, is this guy going to be able to match up even with a guy like Terry McLaurin? No. Like, he can't handle the speed. And that's what's scary. Like, if you're drafting a guy at number 10, fuck that. I want him to guard whoever the best receiver is. I don't care if that guy runs 4-3. You should be able to cover him. And with Patrick Sertain, that's not the case. It needs to be a good enough matchup for him. Guy like T. Higgins, a guy, a big receiver or tight end. Like if he's on, maybe not Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts is, <laughs> is a freak. But if he's on, Yo, 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 what's going on, party people, podcast people, YouTube people? You're back watching the Max and Juan cast. And for a very special one, bro, because we're very excited for this. We're going to be doing our last video of the draft prospects, cornerbacks today, Max. By the way, welcome. Thank you, thank you. I mean, How you doing? I'm doing great. I mean, you don't have to welcome me to my own house, but I mean, I'm cool. <laughs> we in the dungeon. All right, we back at it. We recording. We grinding, bro. People are probably like, does this dude ever fucking change clothes? Nah, like, I mean, <laughs> doesn't matter. Like, I mean, man, I drink out of a bowl of water, you know? Because so, you're an animal. You're um, an animal. I'm an animal. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I think this is going to be the most arguments in this one. Because I think we got maybe one guy the same. Everyone else is a crapshoot. Because it's a lot of best group I evaluated, I think. Other than receiver. Yeah, it's not cl- quarterback too. Like, excuse me, quarterback receiver, but on defense, best group on defense, yeah. not close, and it's not corners, it's DBs. I'm gonna preference it. I didn't put a cor- a safety on my list. I did. We I combined had one them. at six, but there's a few safeties. We're, we're gonna hit on a couple guys that maybe a little overhyped. So, what do you look for when you're watching cornerbacks? What What are some of the traits that you value? Some of the things you look for. Uh, speed. A cornerback has to have some level of speed, especially the elite ones. Now, I know people are going to say, Richard Sherman never wasn't that fast. He wasn't the perfect scheme for him. I think when you think of Richard Sherman in Seattle, even San Francisco, they ran the same scheme. It's the perfect marrying of scheme plus player, similar to Draymond and the Warriors. Draymond's a good player on his own, but when you put him with the best possible scheme, yeah. you get a great player. And Sherman's a great player. Uh 
But I don't think he was ever that man-to-man corner. He wasn't Revis, where it's like, hey, you're on an island all game. Don't worry about it. We don't have to worry about the side of the field. He was really good. I think what it comes down to, though, what it what what it comes down to me, he's a generational player. Like, he's still great. Like, yeah, he didn't have the speed, and he didn't play man-to-man. But like you said, he was in the a great situation. The uh, perfect situation. Yeah, perfect situation and he could have been in. I'm not going to say he's generational. I think that scheme was generational. And due to that scheme, he was the he was the poster boy for a Seattle corner. Yeah, It was long, lengthy. The deep speed was always a question with Richard Sherman. He, yeah, he was the prototypical. But like for covered... that scheme, it was like, I'm going to play zone. I'm going to be able to play yeah. two guys, high, low, tackle. He could really tackle, bigger corner, yeah. the length. Ball skills. Ball, ball skills. Former receiver. Exactly. So I, when I look at corner, I said speed. Man-to-man stickiness with all these creative guys. And it's, the Seattle scheme isn't what it was in 2012. We know ways to beat it. We know if we send a receiver to this zone, it's going to flood the zones. Yeah. So I look at man-to-man. Because when it's third and short, yeah. you can't play zone anymore. And, and that's the most valuable. The, that's what it comes down to. Like you said, man-to-man speed. Those are two rare traits in a cornerback. Because let's let's be honest. Cornerback is the most toughest position to play besides quarterback, in my opinion. It's so hard. Number one, you can't touch these guys, first of all. The game is tailored towards receivers and the offense in general. And to top it all off, not only are you running a route, you're running a route backwards. And you don't, you're don't. you the one not knowing what you're going to do. It's a reactionary position. It is a reactionary position. So you have to have some sort of quickness, good feet, um, ball skills, like everything. It's, it's such a great position, but it's so tough. And it's very important because it helps out both ways. Like if you have great corners in the NFL, you got two guys that can lock down. Like you're going to be a good defense most of the time. Well, it's funny because... What four years ago the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Yeah, they didn't have one good cornerback. They had some serviceable ones, and they were like, "We're going to build our team from the trenches. We have the best D line in football." Yeah, and maybe what a year later the Patriots said, "We don't have that great a D line, but we have the best secondary in football." And they built through the secondary. Yes. So you can either get maybe one of these blue chip guys, and I don't think there's a blue chip cornerback. I, so. I think there's potentially. They're elite though. Elite ones, exactly. I, blue chip to me, like blue chip to me is generational. Generational, but it's kind of coming out. You have no concerns. Yeah. So say, like I'll say, Patrick Peterson was a blue chip guy when he came out. But say he was coming off a torn ACL. Well, he's not blue chip anymore. It's a huge question mark. Mm. So that's what I'm looking at with this group. It's a lot of elite guys. And you want to go into it right now? Let's do our list, bro. Uh, so like we said, top top five DBs. These are safeties and corners. Okay. Yeah, actually, before we do that, give us what you look for in a safety. I did the corners. Give me what you look safety, for. Safety. Um, can he cover? Okay. Is he a box safety? Um, or is he a, a... Center fielder. Does he have range? Yeah. And I say range as far as cover-wise and tackle-wise. Like, what's the sideline to sideline? Yeah. You got to be able to tackle... Um, a lot of times you're the last guy. It's like if you miss his tackle, it's a house why, call. That's why it's called safety. Mm-hmm. You're the last. You're the you're the safety man. You're the last guy to fucking tackle the dude. You got to save the play. Um, but safeties also, you got to look at their hips. Same thing with corners. I, I oh, think yeah, we're gonna sound like a broken record with these corners because you have to have good hips. It's like the fluidity. It's yes. like you have to be able to get into your transition. You have to be able to 
stick your foot in the ground and go at times. Exactly. Like um, a good saying, I, I don't like to steal it, but I really like the way he, he does it. Shout out to Chris Sims, the Unbutton podcast. Uh, greasy hips. That, like <laughs> it, it really is. Like you got to have greasy hips. I like to say fluid hips. Just to be a little bit more, you know. Traditional. Yeah, that I don't want to sound like I'm stealing from the dude. But definitely have fluid hips. And when I say hips, you know, you got to be able to turn. You can't be so stiff. You got to have fluid hips. I think this one, before we give our list, uh, there's so many honorable mentions on this group. Yeah. For both safeties, corners. I'm going to start the list. Number one, Caleb Farley, Virginia Tech. Two, Tyson Campbell, Georgia. Three, J.C. Horn. South Carolina, four. Patrick Sertain, the second. Alabama, five. Paulson, Adebo. Oh, okay. Got Adebo on there, huh? Mm -hmm. All right. So, we have the number one guy right. We agree on that. Let's get into him, bro, because he's excited. Well, give me a list. Oh, my bad. No, it's okay. Uh, Number one, Caleb Farley. Like I said, same number one as you. Uh, Number two, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Number three, Patrick Sertain the second out of Bama. Number four, Adarius Washington, safety out of uh, TCU. Um, number five, Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Oh, so you got my two at five. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about number one because we both got Farley number one. Let me start that off. He's 6'2", 207. Okay. Great length, obviously. Anything you get anything over six over six one, that's rare in a corner. Okay, that's that's elite size. Uh, forty time reported for two eight. It's a pro day. Uh I don't think he plays that though. I think he's four threes. Like four, th- four high, threes. high four threes. And that's still great because it's rare speed at the size. It's, it's Patrick Peterson's size and speed. He's rare everything. It's super rare that this guy comes out. He's great man-to-man. He's the best man-to-man corner in this draft. No questions. No doubt in my mind. Uh, He's the best man-to-man cover, in my opinion, since Darrell Rivas. Wow. In my opinion. Uh, Do you like him more as off-man or bump and run? It's it's both. It's both. It's both. And He's got physicality out the ass. Yeah. He's going to, like, say you line him up on John Brown or Cole Beasley, it's like, well... Yeah. His breaking ball speed is phenomenal. He's got that third gear, fourth gear. It's just like he flicks it on. It's like that, bro. It's just crazy. Yeah. No, his his break on ball speed, when when he sticks his foot in the ground, there's no wasted steps. He's not shuffling his feet. And he's going to break on the ball, and he's going to break on the ball fast because he's a rare athlete. And it's rare to have it at 6-2. When I watch the tape, he's left on an island. Virginia Tech's like, hey, you have the side of the field. We're not going to help you. I saw him get beat a couple plays. I'm going to work my way into the cons. But all his cons are technique. It is. It's raw. And obviously, let's hit these two before we go back to actual field play. Uh, Sat out 2020. Injuries. He had back surgery twice. He tore his ACL once. Uh, I'm not really too worried about the injuries. He just ran like a 4-2-8 reportedly coming off a of back surgery. So it's not that bad. Yeah. But sometimes he lets guys get across his face. Mm-hmm. And it's just 
It's bad hand placement. He doesn't know how to fucking cover. Like, he doesn't know how to cover people, but he's like, oh, I can just cover him. It's technique. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know where to really put his hands at times. He gets caught on putting his hand on the wrong shoulder at times. You know what I mean? He doesn't really get leverage. Yeah. That's a coaching exactly. problem. And I think that's something that can easily be worked exactly. out. Exactly. The zone is raw. He doesn't trust where his help is. He has no idea who gets where. And it's not even that bad. Yeah. It's a lot of traits. Uh, he's good in run support. I forgot to mention that. And ball skills. Oh, my God. It's like a receiver. He played wide receiver. He got to Virginia Tech. They asked him to move the corner. Mm-hmm. Played he, quarterback in high school, too. He, yeah. He played a player comp. Uh, Patrick Peterson, Jalen Ramsey. It, it's crazy. Wow. This guy is special out the and ass. And he's willing to get his nose dirty. He can tackle. Yeah. He's I a just, willing tackler. Yeah. I just touched on that. It's You're 100% right. Yeah. I was impressed by it. And it's, it's rare size. It's really rare size. You touched on that. I want to reiterate it. You don't see cornerbacks on the face of the earth like this guy. Yeah, he's he's super rare. He's special. He's unique. He's special. There's a lot of big corners in this draft class, which is because, you know. With rare speed. Like we had Vernon Hargraves come out, 5'10 guy. Uh, we've had a couple, like, we, you typically see corners 5'10, 5'11. Yeah. To have, let me look, one, two. Every corner I think I have is like six feet and above. Yeah. And it's like, when, the, when have we ever seen that? It's crazy. These guys are growing. <laughs> growing on trees, I guess. Man, but. One thing I want to say, he's aggressive in a good way. He's not to the point where he's going to get caught on a double move and give up like an 80-yard touchdown. No, I don't think so. Like, he plays aggressive to the point where I want to say, like, his instincts are very good. And that's where it comes back to being able to break on the ball very at, at, at an elite pace. Like, it's it's special, bro. There's no other way to put it. Like, this guy is... A rare athlete, rare size, unique, fluid hips. My comp was Namdi Asamoah. That's what and Namdi. He's faster than Namdi. He's faster. Namdi ran a four four five. That for his set was Namdi six two six three. Yes, I mean six two. I'm getting nightmares thinking about Namdi, but I remember <laughs> the good days. I'm talking about Oakland Namdi. Yeah, I can't. Not Philly, not San Francisco. No, I'm talking about San Francisco. It's funny how. Like, one's one of my closest friends. Joey's one of my closest friends. Namdi got the pleasure of playing for all three of our favorite teams, but he was only good for one. Oh, man. I think that hits everything off Farley. It's special. Uh, if he's healthy, slam He's number one. Like, he's, you can put this guy in the top five. I don't think he'll be the number one pick at corner because the injuries. I yeah. think that'll scare teams off. Yeah. But to me, if I got a clean bill of health, number one corner, top five pick. Like, watch out, bro. Like, watch out if a team already has a corner and they draft this guy. So, who's your second corner yet? My JC second, Horn? Yeah, JC Horn. I have him at four, but let's hit on him because we got so many of the same guys. This one, we're just going to hit on each guy. Yeah. So, JC Horn, number two, six one. He ran a four three seven. He's 205 pounds out of South Carolina. Uh, this guy, I'm going to do it different. Usually, I start off with the pros. I'm going to start with the cons, all right? And I'm going to throw some pros at you to. To make up for the cons. Leave me with a good taste. <laughs> All right, look. Okay. Average hip fluid. Uh, fluid. Uh, excuse me. Average hips fluidity. That's number one. I said not tr- fluid in transitions at yes. all. Wasted steps. Yeah. Um, but he makes up for it with his raw speed and raw athleticism. He's an athlete. I heard a crazy stat. Shout out to Brett Coleman. One of the. Um, he's a really good YouTuber. Um, that does NFL content. He does a lot of film breakdown. He actually brought this stat to a lot of people's attention. 
ever since 1987, they've been doing a physical test on corners. Just every physical attribute that you can put in a corner coming out of the draft. J.C. Horn scored a 10 out of 10. That's how athletic. That's what, do we know the other guys what they scored? No, I don't know. I don't know the other guys. He didn't put that, but he said that he scored a ten out of ten. He's the I mean, first player to ever do. He's that. He's got the height. He's got the weight. Uh, I'm gonna hit this as a con. Uh, four three seven, four three nine. That's the times I got. Uh, it's not that on film. I think it's more straight line speed than he is like fast. Like he kind of needs to get going. Yeah, he is gonna be a pi waiting to happen in the NFL. Grabby as hell. And sometimes he's in good position, but he's like, I'm just going to grab you because I'm scared. I, I'm like, bro, you're you're good enough position. That's the elephant in the room with him. That's Let's just be straight up. It's it's He's grabby. Okay. And the NFL grabby is not allowed. It's not. They have the five-yard holding penalty. But let's be real, Max. Every cornerback gets called that. Even Jalen Ramsey gets called that. I've seen Stephon Gilmore, all the best corners. Every single corner in the NFL gets called. This for, guy's consistent, for that. though. It's consistently. I, I don't think so. I I really don't. I I think it's it's doable. He has to go into the film room, and people have to tell him no. You cannot do that. You have to learn to get away with it. He's gonna have to play with like um, baseball gloves on or something. Like he can't grab in practice to get that shit out of him. Uh, I'll hit a pro. I think if you match him up against the T Higgins, a tight end, it's gonna be really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're not going to ever put this guy in the slot, I put. I no. don't think he's twitchy at all. Like, he has a good straight line speed, but it's not twitch. It's not like he's not going to s- stick his foot in the ground yeah. and he's going to jump to fourth gear. He needs a little startup time. Uh, the length is really good. Good ball skills, too. Yeah. Not bad at all. Uh, I like his straight line speed, but the changing the changing is what we already hit on. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. if I left something out, let me know. Um, well, we left out his last name. He does come from NFL bloodline, Joe Horn. So, just like Sertain. So, there's two sons of Yeah, so there's oh, two. three. Sante Samuel. Oh, too. yeah, Sante Samuel. We, he's not on our list, but we'll talk about him later. Um, but he comes from an NFL bloodline. So, that, that is a pro, okay? That, it is. That, that is a, a, a positive about him that he has that advantage of his dad being an NFL player. So, he knows the in and outs of, of the league. I'm pretty sure. If he ever scores a pick six, I'm calling it. Cell phone under Cell the phone? I hope he does. I really do. Yeah, can guard Mike should not have been the one to bring that back. <laughs> but um, he's a great press and bell guy. And a lot of people think, a lot of people will say, oh, Juan, Max, he, you said he's grabby, so obviously he likes to press. He presses, but it's an off, it's like an off ball press. He's not in your face right away. He's not going to touch you right it's away. It's like when you kind of come up to him, he's going to like hit you a little. He kind of stacks you. It's, yeah. He kind of stack technique, techniques in a way. He kind of shadows you in that in that aspect. But he likes to get your hands on you. He likes to grab your hips. He likes to know where you're going. Um, so that means he's a great man-to-man guy. He's not the best zone, but he can play zone. I thought he was good in zone, not great. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. He's got better feel than Farley for sure yeah. in zone. Uh Who's your pro player comparison? Uh, for him, it was Carlton Davis or A.J. Bouye. I had Marlon Humphrey coming out of college. I, I don't think it's Marlon Humphrey. I'm just saying because Mar- Marlon Humphrey, when he came out, similar size, similar weight. He, yeah. There was a lot of questions about his straight line speed. And they both ran good 40s. And they were both grabby. I remember, 
Marlon he Humphrey don't play, was going to grab. He's not as good in coverage, but I'm saying just for that, that's why I put him as Marlon. No, I, I don't. I don't think it's it's that. I, I just think they play different play styles. Marlon Humphrey loves physical. Yeah, Marlon yeah, Humphrey gets in your face. I'm talking about athletic profile and just what I yeah. saw. I saw some Marlon Humphrey. It's not as good. Yeah. But also coming out, Martin Humphrey wasn't the number one corner on anyone's no. board. He was kind of when he got drafted to Baltimore that high, people thought it was a reach. Yeah, and he developed into it. So if this guy could develop into a similar corner, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked. To be honest, I'm a little regretting putting him at three. I think I should have certain ahead of him. He's good though. Like one through five is good. Look, it's really good for all these guys. It's and deep and talented. You can tell. You can tell this guy watches a lot of film because. His sophomore tape, it was bad. Like, he got killed by Alabama. Let's be straight up. He got burned by Jerry Judy. He got burned by Devontae Smith. All the first-round guys. But the next year, like, this dude drastically improved his hand placement. Drastically improved the way he plays press bell technique. Like, his technique in general massively improved. That's why this guy's gonna be a first round pick this year because of the drastic improvement and this guy's resume of guarding receivers it just goes on and on like he's guarded Devontae Smith the Jamar Chases the Jalen Waddles the Jerry Judy's Vance Jefferson uh, Terrence Martin the list goes on this guy Darius Tony look he's he's guard them all okay and to be honest none of those guys outshined him really to be honest. I think you're reaching on that one, bro. I, don't, I disagree. I mean, he had a good year, but I think there's still... Yeah, there's some boomer bust to him, I would say, more than anyone else in the top five. Mm-hmm. For me. For me, excuse me. Not for you. Yeah. Uh, I think... Anything else for that? Um, and he can be a little bit better of a tackler. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love what I saw in yeah. the run game. I don't that. think that's a make it or break it, though. That's just like I mean, a... Deion Sanders, I forgot how good at tackling exactly. he is. Exactly. That depends on what team he's going to get drafted yeah, by. Exactly. A lot of these teams require that. Yeah. Like, if you're paying for Rod Marinelli, you're going to have to fucking tackle. And I think that's... A, <laughs> I think that... You know what? I've been seeing all these mock drafts. Patrick Sertan going to Cowboys at 10. Let's hit on him right now. That's a great transition to him. Patrick Sertan, 6'2", 202, 40 time. I saw four, four, five. Let's start with the pros. Uh, amazing size, great frame. He's strong as hell. Yeah, he out physicals a lot of receivers. Physical hands, good instincts in zone. Really good. Like he understands. I've seen countless plays where he communicates. He's like, "Hey, this guy breaks in. I'm going to go outside." Great job. And a lot of that's Alabama. There's no doubt. NFL bloodlines. He's more seasoned than the average guy coming out. I have just like Jace Horn. If he's guarding tight ends or huge wide receivers, he's gonna be really fucking good. Yeah. If you put, he's not going inside ever. Uh, he's not twitchy, but I really think he'll be good. He's an outside corner, is what I put in my notes. Well, I'll, I'll hit some of the cons. Um, you said you had a four what? Four four, four six. I had a four four two, a little bit faster. Um, he does not show that on film. He's not a four four two guy. It looks like four five. Yeah, he. That's the big question about him. He's solid, like you said. Like he's long, he's rangy, he has great technique. He's uh, knows when, his role in coverage. Great hips. Very, very. He's probably the best technique wise corner in this draft. The big question is the speed. 
How is he going to guard a guy like Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, Odell Beckham, and Tony, uh, not Antonio Brown, <laughs> but any any guy with speed? But you know, Alabama didn't trust him in an island that much. No, that's they something didn't. I that stood out to me. It was they like shaded a safety over there. They said, "Hey, just play the play the flats." Over overall, there were some penalties too. I didn't love. And I put, there's no versatility. Like, I think with Caleb Farley, you put him anywhere, he'll shut him down. Yeah. This guy can't play slot, can't be, he's not twitchy. Yeah. And I saw times where he can be a little rigid in coverage. He's not tight because I think his transitions are good. Mm-hmm. He's been well coached. But sometimes I just didn't like the agility would yeah. be the best way to put it. Yeah, the tape. The, he, I mean, we're sounding really negative, but there's a lot to like. No, there's a lot. He's very solid. He's good. Like we said, he's one of the best technique guys to us, well, we didn't touch about. What did you think of man to man? He was good enough. He was solid. He was solid in zone. He was solid in man. Great hips. All of that. Every trait that you want in the corner, except speed. And speed, I think, is important for corners. We went over it. That's the first thing you look for in a corner. That what makes these guys all rare? That they're long, or that that they're big, and they can run. That's the one thing. That's the one guy on our list. That's probably the slowest guy that doesn't have the rare speed. I think he's the slowest in my top five, without a shadow of a doubt. Yes. Uh, and I just want to say, it's not like they have to be the fastest at their position. It's not like, for instance, there's a guy in Madden, Marcus Van Dyke, fastest corner in Madden for like, what, like six years, but sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have to run, every corner has to run 4-2 or 4-3. But there's a range where I say if you are an elite corner, you run four three to four four five maybe, and this is a pro day. I don't think it's that real. Or you look at the tape and you see the speed. Yeah, there's a threshold of speed. And Alabama, you can tell the way that they play them. Yeah, they exactly don't trust the speed. Uh, who was your pro player comp? <sighs> Mine was Jimmy Smith. Serious? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy's. I put yeah, better, Jimmy. better Jimmy Smith or a little bit better Trayvon Diggs. But I like Trayvon Diggs. I think more. he's a way better than Trayvon Diggs. I like Trayvon Diggs, man. I'm not so I know we struggled with that shitty defense season, yeah. but I like Trayvon Diggs. Um Yeah, the, for me, for me, Patrick Sertain, we're talking bad about him, but he's solid. No, I just he's I, good. I don't see him I don't see him like drafting a guy like him. At ten. I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You don't draft a guy like that at ten. Where'd you have him on your list? I had him at three. I had him at four. So again, we we hit the negatives. I think there's just question marks. It's not necessarily negatives. It's good man, good zone, good tackler. We didn't even touch on that. Yeah. Good technique. Best technique in best. the top in best. my top five, your top five. But there's such there's a lack of physical traits. The strength is good, but the agility, speed, recovery speed. If he gets beat, I don't think he's gonna catch up to the guy. And that's part of being a corner. We could pull up hundreds of clips of ja, uh, Patrick Peterson being burnt off the line, but it's like, hey, I got that extra gear. Everybody, I'm, I'm going to say this, and a lot of people are going to say, like, come on, like every corner gets burnt. That is very true. Every, like, Stephon Gilmore has been burnt. Best corner in the league. Jalen Ramsey has been burnt. It's going to happen as a corner. It's going to happen. But there's corners who get consistently burnt. That, and there's just, there's just some corners you cannot put on guys. Like, is this guy going to be able to match up even with a guy like Terry McLaurin? No. Like, no. he can't handle the speed. And that's what's scary. Like, if you're drafting a guy at number 10, fuck that. I want him to guard whoever the best receiver is. 
I don't care if that guy runs 4-3. You should be able to cover him. And with Patrick Sertain, that's not the case. It needs to be a good enough matchup for him. Guy like T. Higgins, a guy, a big receiver or tight end. Like if he's on, maybe not Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts is, <laughs> is a freak. But if he's on Kelsey, I'm not I'm not really that worried about him. Yeah, I know it's like a rookie, but I'm saying like a, that similar physical profile. If it's like a T. Higgins, like you just said, or I think a perfect guy, like Michael Thomas, I'd be like, oh, he's got him. He's fine. Michael Crabtree, like a guy like that back in his his heyday, guy that can't run that fast. But you know what? He's gonna use his technique. He's not gonna get burned on the double on a double move. He's gonna be very technically sound. But just straight line speed, like it's scary. Like Odell Beckham can run right past him. Oh yeah. Um I think that hits every I I hate the fact we sound like we hate the guy, but he's my fourth corner out of like ten really good corners. Exactly. But let's move on to four. Or no, did you give your three? No, I JC Horn was my three. Okay. Certain was my four. We haven't hit on my two, which is Tyson Campbell. Okay. So we can hit on him, or I can hit on Adebo, or you can hit on Washington, wherever um, you want to go. Let's let's go with Tyson Campbell, because I have him at five. Let's find out why you have him at two. Six two. Man, big ass corners, bro. It's crazy. 185, 439. Uh this is why I had him. When you watched Georgia play last year, they left him on an island. And that says a lot to me. He covered a Devontae Smith really good. I know he got burnt by Waddle and he tripped on each other's feet. I'm not worried about some shit like that. It's amazing length. It's really good athlete. I'd say great athlete. Not special. Yeah. Caleb Farley's special. This guy's really good. Good in transitions. It's fluid hips. The fluidity is there. Sticky and man-to-man. I think I touched on that. It's a And there's a good secondary burst, that recovery burst, where it's like, oh, shit, you got a step? I'll just hit, I'll hit that gear. Yeah. The things that scare me, though, the cons are okay ball skills. Not a lot of production there. But I don't give it. Like, Jalen Ramsey didn't have a pick in college, so what am yeah. I worried about? He's 6'2", but he's, like, slender. He's 185. He's not imposing, and he's grabby. Very, very grabby. Yeah. No, that's you hit right Not as it. grabby as Horn, I want to point out, because there's a difference to me. And I trust his speed more than I trust Horn's and Sertain's. Uh, better than Horn's? Yeah, I think it's better than Horn's, yeah. On the film, I, I don't care about the 40 as much this year. I think with him, though, with, with Tyson Campbell, he has great ball-breaking speed. Like, he can break on the ball very well. Like, he doesn't have that many... Um, he doesn't waste steps. Like, he doesn't shuffle yeah. his feet. No wasted steps with him. Oh, I, can I mention one more thing? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, love the agility from this. For the 6-2 yeah. corner, the agility's there. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm on the same boat, though. Like, he can't track the ball in the in the air all that well. Needs to work he, on ball skills. He gets lost. He's like, "Where's?" I have no idea where the ball is. And yeah. that's a little concerning. I think that's partially why he gets grabby. Because mm. he's got no clue where the ball is. Yeah, well, part of it, his hand placement's not good. Yeah, He needs to learn hand placement, just Te- like J.C. Horn. Technique's a little raw. Yeah. If you could put Sertain's technique with this guy, it's really special. Yeah. Um, He played in the SEC. So he's bl- played against... Uh, First against, round receivers all over the place. Yeah, against great competition. Um, he had a great game against Devontae Smith. That's what really put this guy on the map. His tape against Devontae Smith was very good. I watched the whole game. I was blown away. And this is, I mean, he got some catches. They manufactured some catches. But overall, I was like, you yeah. can't do much. And it was island. It was an island. So you see this guy as basically like a high ceiling because you have him at two. Yeah. So I have his player comp, Darius Slay. Just Darius not his Slay. Physical. Big play Slay? Big play. Not Eagle Slay. Because, you know, Eagles, when they get a good corner, they ruin them. 
Tyson Campbell, man. Campbell's soup. So who's your comp for him? My comp is Trayvon Mullen. I was like this close. I was like better <laughs> Trayvon Mullen. Yeah, he's definitely better than Trayvon Mullen coming out. To me, I just I like the other guys a lot better. Was, he's still good. Like number five at me is not a shot at him. No, I same same thing with Sertina Forrest on a shot. But I'm saying what made what was the deciding factor with him? Is the lack of physicality in the frame? It's the frame, and I just I don't think his speed. You don't has, trust the speed. I don't trust it. Okay. I trust it in space. Like I trust the quickness. You know, like like I said, so like is the he quicker breaker. than Fastio? Yes. Okay, I, I disagree. Cause, but yeah, because he has great feet, though. He does. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the feet a lot. But like like keeping up with a receiver down the field, and then to combine the bad ball skills, like to me, that's a recipe for disaster at times. It's I think that can be coached out, and that's what I'm. I, yeah. That's what most I'm definitely. On. I think so too. I really do. I think so too. That's why I have him at five. And like I said, our number fives. And fours, like, that's not a shot. Like, we still think, like, I still think Tyson Campbell's a first-round pick. Oh, yeah. I think all these all guys, the way. All these guys I'm going to talk about are maybe besides the depot are first-round picks. Yes. Yeah. So that's not a shot, man. I, I completely understand if you have a guy like Tyson Campbell at two. Um, but I have him at five. I'm going to go into my number four because this, this is the is first. Safety. This is the first safety we have, Okay. Um, Darius Washington, 5'8", 179 pounds. He ran a 4'6'1". That's what I found at least. I don't know if anyone found a faster time. But his pros, first of all, rangy as hell. This guy has range, and that's what I look for in these safeties. Prototypical quarter safety, can play zone. Like He's going he's gonna to play that quarter's coverage to a T. That's what he's great at. I think he's getting knocked way too much for his size. Yeah. It's what, 5'8"? Like he's 5'8". 180? One, yeah, basically. I, I looked at him and I was like, this is LaMarcus Joyner. And That's my comp. Good, good LaMarcus Joyner. Not, yeah. Is really your comp? Uh, I put LaMarcus Joyner as far as because he can cover. Cause like he's like a slot corner at times. Yeah, he can play slot corner. Like He can cover guys. I even heard somebody say that... He reminds him of Honey Badger. I think it was Chris Sims that said he's that, kind of Honey that's Badger. That's a little risk. That's a little. That's a little risky. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. But I would say he's kind of a combination of Bob Sanders too. Wow. I I really like. I don't him. see the physicality. I I see it. He's not bulked up, of course, like an Antoine Winfield or Bob Sanders, like just yoked. I think he's better in coverage than Bob, but I think Bob had the rare ability to be like an inbox safety for someone of his stature. Yeah. Where it was like, I'm a crazy person. But as but this guy's crazy though. This do, guy don't care. Do you think this guy's a rocket up his ass? Yes. Even though they ran the four six? Yes. Like he's rangy. I think he's quicker than he is fast. Yes. He's quick, like he's great in space. He's versatile, like we said. He I like he can play slot corner because he has quick feet. Like, he can guard all of those fucking, like, Hunter Renfro, Wes Welker, and the slot type of guys. I really do feel that way. Um, fluid hips, like a cornerback. Like, it's rare. He has fluid hips. Um, outstanding quickness, like I said. Hell of an open field tackler. In the open field, you ain't, like, he's going to get you. He's not going to be easily um, juked out. I... Why do you think he's so low then on people's draft boards? I have no idea because I'm going to bring this up 
Uh, Mo Mo Mohig Mo Mo Rig or something. Trayvon Mo Rig six two two zero eight. I just pulled up his page because I knew you were gonna go there. Yes. So he's for the audience. He's the other safety at TCU. He's been mocked first round this whole time. He's been he's been known to be the consensus first round or first safety, like best safety in the class. I completely disagree. I think watching film on him, you notice a Darius Washington way more than him. I don't know what people see in him. I didn't see it in Morig either. I thought it was good, not great. I don't see first round. I see good se- second or third round pick. Yeah. But I liked it. I like Washington more. I had Washington above him. Yeah. And to me, it's about this guy can't tackle for shit, Morig. He's 6'2", and it's not great speed. So if you don't have great speed at safety and you can't cover really, and you can't... Re- the coverage is good. I'll say that. He can cover a little bit. Yeah. But when you don't have great speed, you don't have... You can't tackle, what are you? And... You're in like the shittiest conference. Like, exactly. There's no like. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, and with going back on the Darius Washington, this is one of the best reasons why I like him too. Great instincts, like no hesitation in his game. There's no doubt in his mind when he makes a decision to go down, go downhill and tackle someone. Like he's confident in his play. No hesitation at all. If he knows it's a play action, like he or he knows it's a pass. He's going to drop back. He knows there's a run. He's going to come downhill. He's going to hit your His ass. His IQ was pretty good on my board. Yes. I liked it a lot. He was the only safety I considered. I probably had I have him at the number one safety. I thought the safeties overall were in a good group. Yeah. And I think Mo Riggs getting way too much hype. I think this guy's going to be a really good pick. I think he's going to be. That's why I have him at four above uh, Tyson Campbell. I just think you can do so much with this guy. He's he a can, Swiss Army knife on he, the back. You can end. play corner. And at worst, he can be like a Quandre Diggs. Like, that's the worst. I, I feel like this guy's going to be. And Quandre Diggs is a very serviceable player in the NFL. And the one con I had for him, his height. Size, yeah. It's size. That's it. 5'8", 180 is not a great. It's 5'8". Like, the, the, the guys that come to mind, we already touched LaMarcus Joyner. He's about 5'9". He doesn't... I don't think he had the physicality of, Lam, of LaMarcus Yeah, Joyner LaMarcus Joyner is a little bit bigger hitter. Yeah. Uh, we went over Bob Sanders. He was a short guy. Um, Antoine Winfield. I think he's better in coverage, though, than those two, those three guys. Yes. He's a I better... I think he's better than Winfield in coverage. coverage. Yeah. The one thing with him, though, is the frame, though. His 5'8", he's not... Like, Antoine Winfield is yoked. Bob Sanders was yoked. He's a little bit more of the he's frame like of Lamarcus. He's like lean. He's just like I'm a little, like I'm skinny. You know, yeah. like skinny. But he he's great instincts, man. He's he's a great football player. And whoever drafts this guy is gonna get an absolute great player, man. He's my four best DB in the class. That's ballsy, but I, I like it. I like it. I like I like that you're giving him kudos because I haven't seen anyone giving him kudos. I just seen so many knocks about him. Uh, I'm going to go with my number five now. It's another corner. I thought the corners outweighed the safeties. And I think corners are a more important position right now than safety. Paulson Adebo, Stanford 6'1", 190. Uh, he ran a 4'4", 240. Uh, my pros are great size. Physicality like a linebacker. The lane's okay. He has good ball skills. I wasn't like blown away. It's not Caleb Farley. Uh, he has really good straight line speed, I thought. But the thing that scares me is when he sat out 2020, so I'd have no 2020 tape. Uh, there's not a lot of twitch, and I worry about the transitions with him. He seemed to be stiff at times, 
and over aggressiveness, he got beat on double moves. That's me. That that's where it does it for me. And um, it's like maybe you could have cleaned that up this year, but you didn't play. So I'm kind of like, you know, that- who's who's like that? Damon Arnett. I watch him week to week. <laughs> Day. I I really do think Damon Arnett's a really good player, but he's way too aggressive. I think he's slow too, and it's not a good. Who, uh, Damon Arnett? I don't think he's fast. I think he's quick. He's not a Debo fast. fast, but he has speed to play corner. I disagree with that. He has the speed to play corner. For me, he's just way too aggressive. He loves to break on the ball. And that's 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 why a Debo gets compared to him. Because a Debo is so great on breaking on the ball. Yeah, he sticks his foot in the ground and gone. Nikki. He loves it. He, he he wants that pick six so bad. But sometimes I thought he was like playing too far off on guys. I'm like, you have good physicality, get up in the guys. Yeah. And I kind of question the speed a little bit. I won't lie. It, yeah. I think it's good straight line. It's not good moving, fluidity. Yeah. Uh, my pro player comp, Rocky Sin. It's just physicality, questionable deep speed. He's better in zone than he is man, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah he needs to work on his technique, though. Yeah, definitely. And... Like I wish he would have played this year. I would have loved to see the evaluation of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but one funny thing I put on on for my notes for him got caught taking the cheese too much. <laughs> That's what I put. Take that underneath cheese we always talk about. <laughs> exactly. But um, that's it, bro. Uh, that's our list. Let's just go over it real quick. Let's show the audience again who our list was. So number one. We both had Caleb Farley. Uh, number two for me, I had J.C. Horn. Number three, Patrick Sertain. Number four, Darius Smith. This, uh, excuse me, Darius Washington, the safety out of TCU at number four. And number five, Tyson Campbell. What was your list? One, Caleb Farley. Two, Tyson Campbell. Three, J.C. Horn. Four, Patrick Sertain. And five, rounding it out, was Paulson Adebo from Stanford. So Paulson Adebo, that's going to round it out. So that's our list. So let's go to honorable mentions, okay? Because I do think there's... One guy that's off our list that a lot of people have, have a lot of buzz. One, because of his bloodline. He's Asante Samuel's kid. His name is Asante Samuel Jr. For I would have never figured that shit out. <laughs> it's like uh, LeBron saying, oh, I, I don't know. I don't want my kid to have my name. It's like, bro, it's Bronny. Yeah. So who is this kid? <laughs> um, I thought you were going to bring up your boy uh, Melifanu 2.0. I did watch film on him. I like it. Where you're like, I already been through this once. I can't do it's this. Scary. It's scary. So no, okay, let's talk about Asante. <laughs> I have one honorable mention too. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. Small frame. Uh, one big thing. I'm sure you have it too. You can't trust this guy's speed. It's bad. Uh, yeah. He plays ten yards off the ball, and he can't play man because he's so afraid to one get one trick pony. That's yeah. what I had. I think he's gonna be great in the slot. Yeah. That's all. Slot corner all the way. Yeah. His dad could play outside. He can't play outside. He's not his dad. No, yeah, no, he's not. There's a lot to like about this guy. Like, I think he's the best slot corner in the draft. Uh, strictly slot. Like Caleb Farley is the best outside, in my opinion. Plus, he can actually go inside. He's quicker than he's fast. Asante Samuel Jr. is quick as hell. Good fluidity. Really seasoned in zone. But there's just a lack of top end speed. That's scary. Because yeah. if you put Tyree Kill in there, you're like, oh shit. This guy's done. He can't run. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lacks athleticism. One trick pony. Only zone. That's what I've seen. Basically, all the same things that you saw. I, I agree with everything you said, man. Um, maybe he can improve on that, but I think he can't improve on the speed. No, he can't. I mean, maybe get a little faster. I think yeah. if, if he goes to the right team, like a Patriots get him, and I know we said Patriots twice, but. 
I just think it's all about scheme with him. Like, he reminded me of Brandon Boykin. It's like, you can only play inside and you're not like a burner. Yeah. Uh, the only guy I had honorable mention was Aaron Robinson from UCF. Mm. I put speed out the ass. He can really recover. It's a little raw, though. That it's was raw. Raw. Yeah. yeah. Is anything else you want to hit on? No, that that was basically all the honor, honorable mentions. Oh, I, I, have, I, I had one guy written down. It wasn't even honorable mention. It was Sean Wade. He was supposed to be a first-round pick like a year ago, mm. and this year he just like tanked his stock. Did you get to watch him at all? I did not, actually. It was it was Ohio State, but it just wasn't good. No. It wasn't good, man. I, it's like lack of top-end speed, lack mm. of quickness, twitchiness. Yeah. But. Man, well, that does it, man. <laughs> Cornerbacks are done. All the draft prospects are officially done we i'm did. tired man it's been a long <laughs> lot of film bro i'm tired of watching film bro oh man imagine how gruden feels <laughs> <laughs> who's the gruden grinder of the draft right now gruden grinder <laughs> oh it has to be mcduffie bro mcduffie is a gruden gr- the linebacker out of boston college that's my gruden grinder really? i should have put that in my notes honestly i, know, I didn't think about it <laughs> but yeah mcduffie's my gruden grinder but um there goes DBs. Oh, man. This was fun, bro. I, I really love the DBs. They have great potential. All five of our guys on our list, we all think that are first-round guys. Um, Caleb Farley has the potential to be a, a very elite corner. Very good. Um, I, I think it's five good corners. Yeah. Like I say Farley's great. Everyone else is really good. Yes. There's Pro Bowl. There's probably going to be like four Pro Bowl corners from this. Yeah. Well... We thank you guys for watching, man. If you guys are on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, turn on post notifications. Comment down below who do you think should be the best corner. Maybe you guys completely disagree. You guys think Caleb Farley's trash. Or you guys think Patrick Sertain is the best corner in the draft. <laughs> you can see by the pain on my face. Don't, don't go there, bro. But, um, yeah, man, we, we appreciate you guys dropping by. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That is at Max underscore Juan Cass. On Spotify, make sure to follow us. Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Write us a review. Tell us how great we are. Um, make sure to tune in after the draft. If you guys love this draft um, coverage, after we're going to be having live reactions on StreamYard. We're going to be streaming it from StreamYard, and it's going to be going off to YouTube and Twitter. We're going to be live. I repeat, live. Pressure. Pressure forms <laughs> diamonds. And I can't believe I forgot to do this last video. You got to smash the like button and the follow button. The same way Caleb Farley's going to probably smash teams draft work because he has the <laughs> best coverage ability in the draft. Except for the injuries, bro. I just got to get injured and ruin it. This is the injuries, man. Well, make sure to stop by, man. Um, if you guys want to be a guest... Um, you guys can go on your phone. I can send you guys the link. And we'll get you on the show, man. Live reactions about whatever team that you want to talk about. Maybe it's a player. Um, maybe it's a trade. Maybe it's a trade. Maybe it's a pick that didn't. Maybe Justin Fields experiences the Geno Smith first round fall. I doubt it. Whatever maybe it is. Mac Jones. Whatever it is. I don't know how long we're going to be streaming. But we're, we're in it for the long run on that day. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Make sure to turn on post notifications, dude. Turn on that bell so you get a notification on when we go live. Or you can go on Instagram. We'll tell you guys when, when you go live. Either way, man, we appreciate the support. We're grateful for you guys. We love doing this. 
We thank you guys for dropping by and watching this series. We hope you guys enjoyed it. But anything else, Max? One hit it off. Beautifully said. We're done, man. Thank you guys for watching. We're out. We out, bro. Peace.